0: Everyone, and welcome back to Broken Vessels Mended by God podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm a teacher of God's Word. And I started this podcast for you, folks who like to listen about God's Word, to look for, to learn new things, to be discipled and sometimes admonished, <laughs> but always lifted up and equipped to face life on this Christian journey. It's not easy, I know. But it helps to know we are in it together. We are not alone. And in this Bible study, we have been looking at passages that we love to go to when we are handling fear and anxiety. And remember, this isn't clinical anxiety. This is just anxiety that we feel on a temporary basis. And if you are, if you are suffering, if you struggle with clinical anxiety then definitely continue to follow your doctor's orders and now as we head into lesson five we are going to be looking at matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. very famous passage that i love to go to for comfort come to me jesus said all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In previous lessons, we reflected on the gift of the Holy Spirit who lives to make intercession for us when we cannot even speak. And in this lesson, we will look at how Jesus invited those who were burdened and tired to come to him. So ask yourself this, how can this passage in Matthew apply to believers today? Are we burdened and weary? I know I am. Praying Through Weakness Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Where I work, we had a young man once exclaim to us in a meeting that he really appreciated it when we asked him questions. All of us were perplexed. Really? I asked him. I'm always afraid that I'm bothering you. And he went on to explain how he feels honored and appreciated when we ask him for help. You see, he was an expert in Excel and other computer applications, so we always asked him questions. I then went on to explain how as a former teacher, I used to really appreciate it when a student asked a question about the lesson I was explaining because it showed that that student was listening and cared enough to know more about the concept I was teaching. It was honoring to the teacher to ask questions about the lesson. So when we go to Jesus with our questions and cares and concerns and anxiety and fears, we are honoring Him. How does it make you feel to take all of your cares and concerns to God, the Father? So think about it. What is causing you fear and anxiety right now? I know for me, things in the world are crazy and always changing and inflation and Prices are rising and interest rates, it can cause me a lot of fear and anxiety. But then I have to ask myself, are any of these issues greater than our God? And can our God handle all these issues? Yes, most definitely he can handle them. And no, these issues are not greater than our God. So take a deep breath. And exhale and hand over all your fears and concerns to God. Jesus said, come to me. Now, during the times of Jesus, the people of God were burdened. They were oppressed from the Roman government, but also by the Jewish religious leaders who had added to the laws of God. And they did this to puff themselves up and keep the people under their rule. And as a result, many people of God simply abandoned the teachings of their ancestors, or they desperately tried to obey all these laws, only to fail miserably. So when Jesus came, he made a wonderful announcement that we can read in Luke chapter 4, starting at verse 17. It says in Luke, And Jesus was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. down and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him now to you and me this passage that jesus read is beautiful and outlines his earthly ministry perfectly but to the jewish people in his presence this passage was significant this passage was speaking about the messiah and he and all that he would accomplish on earth So when Jesus read these verses in Isaiah and then sat down, he proclaimed that this prophecy had been fulfilled in their presence. Wow. Now look at the verbs that Jesus quoted. He came to preach, to heal, to recover sight, to proclaim, to set at liberty, to liberate them. Amazing. When he read this passage, he brought hope to many and yet great concern to others but let's focus on the hope. Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus came to fulfill the prophecies of the Messiah, including liberty. Being God incarnate, he knew how the leaders were using the law to burden his people. Although God had remained silent for over 400 years, he never stopped working or watching. So he himself, this time came to ease their burden by fulfilling the purpose of the law. The last time he came through Moses to liberate the people from 430 years of bondage. But now he himself came to the earth to fulfill the law. I will give you rest. He said, the rest of the people of God look different than rest to us. When we think of rest, we think of naps on a Sunday afternoon or having no work to do. But but to God's people, rest meant cease from all movement. The Greek word Luke used here in Luke 4 is anapao. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it means to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength. So notice how this kind of rest requires permission. This means Jesus was informing his people that they now had permission to rest in him. Can you imagine the looks on their faces? I can see the closing of their eyes and the exhaling and expressions of thankfulness. I've often shared my story of running the Rome Marathon back in 2018. I arrogantly thought I could complete this race with very little training. I relied on my past training, muscle memory, and pride. I relied on everything except God. And boy, did he teach me a lesson at mile 16. When due to exhaustion, I had to sit down on the side of the road with heat, exhaustion, leg cramps, and back pain. And that's when I cried out to him for help, but also for forgiveness. Because I knew I had relied on my pride and not him. And God sent me a fellow runner named Sal to help me get up. And this runner gave me permission to walk. As a runner, I needed that. So many times we runners see walking as failure. But I needed that permission to rest and help my body. And we finished the race and I learned a powerful lesson. God will give us rest. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Now Jesus hints here that the people weren't just burdened physically but spiritually as well. He knew the yoke of burden they wore was wearing them down. Jesus told them to take upon them his yoke and learn from him. Now, what do you think he wanted the people to learn from him? What do you learn from Jesus from reading this passage? When we take up his yoke and read his words in the Gospels, we can learn his ways of handling conflict, rejection, temptation, fear, and anxiety. Read Hebrews 2:18 and Hebrews 4:15. And how do these verses grow your understanding of Matthew 11 and how Jesus sympathizes with what you are going through today? For our Messiah, our savior was tempted in every way that we were tempted, and yet without sin. And so as our priest he understands. Once that heavy yoke is removed from our shoulders, we feel freedom. We feel relief. We feel loved. Can you feel it? What are some practical ways you can take up the yoke of Jesus in exchange for your own burdens? But notice that Jesus didn't say that we would live our lives without a yoke. No, he said we would exchange The world's yoke of burden and take on his yoke. He said, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So remember that sight of Jesus in the boat with the disciples frantically bailing out water because of the storm and they were crying out in fear. But Jesus was asleep during the storm. Jesus knew true rest during the harsh storms. And isn't that what we desire? Do we desire a place of true rest when our fears and anxieties rise all around us? Jesus is here to remind us that we have permission to partake of his true rest and rely on him. How can you imitate Jesus during the storms of life? That's right. Rely on him for true rest. Cry out to him and rest with him. By learning from Jesus and how he reacted during difficult times of fear and anxiety, we can be more like him. Remember in John 11, how did Jesus react or respond to the death of his friend Lazarus? That's right. He didn't have fear and anxiety. He trusted and he found rest with God. During a time of great loss and grief, we see that Jesus responded and didn't react or overreact. He had faith. He trusted the father and he used the situation of Lazarus death to point others to his father. Can we do this during difficult times as well? Yes, we have that same power within us. I know loss. It's been difficult these last eight years after losing so many people, but I can tell you this, crying out to Jesus, turning to him during difficult times and trusting in him is the only way to truly find peace and rest during such difficult times. Remember in Matthew 11, Jesus said, come to me. Imagine if we had to climb Mount Everest to find Jesus. What if seeking God were that hard? Would we do it? First of all, did you know it costs upwards of $85,000 just for the permit to climb Mount Everest? And it takes months, if not years, to train for that climb. And many people have died on that mountain trying to reach the top. So if climbing Mount Everest were required for finding Jesus, how many of us could do it? Aren't you glad that coming to Jesus is easy? What a blessing it is to have such a loving God that he made the way to himself so easy for us. All you have to do is cry out to Jesus and you are there in his presence. So far, we have learned that God has equipped us with the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. We have learned that we can pray about everything and God will give us peace and guard our thoughts. And we have learned that God hears us and sees us right where we are. But we have also learned that in our weakness, God gave us the way to pray to Him through the Spirit. So reflect on all that we have learned so far in these Bible study lessons. And what are some prominent takeaways you have gathered so far? How can you implement them In your daily life right now and what have you learned about the character of god so far how does his character help you during times of distress and what does it mean to you that god has given you permission to rest when the world and our own minds tend to frown upon being still and resting lastly what are some goals you have for growing your relationship with god the father this week I look forward to meeting with you soon for the next lesson where we will go over 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And until next time, remember to be grateful for all that God has done for you, all the blessings that we have. Focusing on gratitude is one of the best ways to overcome fear and anxiety. And truly find time to rest in the Lord this week, trusting in Him to meet all your needs. And until next time, God bless.